I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Are you caring for an aging parent? Are you searching for answers? Welcome to Senior Care Live, a program dedicated to you, providing information, education, and resources, helping you become the best caregiver you can be. I'm your host, Steve Keeker. Hello and welcome to Senior Care Live. I'm your host, Steve Keeker, President of Senior Care Consulting. Thanks for tuning in today. I really appreciate it. And as you listen to this program, you are joined by thousands and thousands of other people who are interested in the very same information. Hey, the way I look at it, we're all in this together and we're going to help each other out here. So the mission of Senior Care Live is to provide you the information, education, and resources for seniors and their caregivers. Our listening audience includes baby boomers who provide care for their aging parents, and it includes the seniors themselves who are preparing for their own needs. So if you're listening to the radio, you're streaming us on live, uh, online, or you're listening uh, to a podcast after the fact, again, welcome and thanks for being here today. You can reach us uh, on our toll-free number, and here it is. Write it down, 1-800-331-6445. Again, that's 1-800-331-6445. You can also visit online. We have a great website. It's at Senior Care Live, L-I-V-E, SeniorCareLive.com. All right, so on the program today, you're probably getting tired of me talking about it, but uh, with with my firm, Senior Care Consulting, we help families find the right fit at the facility level of care. We'll help you find the right assisted living, uh, nursing home, Alzheimer's, dementia care, uh, all of the above in a continuing care retirement community. Right now, we are in the throes of the peak demand of the entire year. It is on and uh, I, our our phone has exploded. Lots and lots of people are calling, and uh, and and I really really appreciate that. Uh, most of them listen to this radio program, and they're like, you know, you've really taught us a lot. And and uh, I spoke with someone this last week, and she said, I think I should have called you about six to eight weeks ago, but better late than never. And I said, hey, we can get it done. Let's let's get to moving along here. So. Uh, if you're interested in the services of Senior Care Consulting, where we can help you, again, find the right assisted living, nursing home, Alzheimer's dementia care, or continuing care retirement community, we can definitely help you in a very short period of time delivering you a wealth of information about all of your top options to help you make the best decision you can make. You can reach us at 913-945-2800. That's 913-945-2800. If you want to check it out online, it's at Senior Care Consulting, ING Senior Care Consulting, 
com. So today I want to talk about uh, a lot of different, I'm going to be moving around a little bit, but it's all related to all of the different thing, different levels at the senior care community. So again, assisted living, nursing homes, Alzheimer's, dementia care, continuing care, retirement communities, because whether you call senior care consulting or whether you're doing this on your own, you really need to be prepared. You need to know a lot, especially if you're going to be doing this on your own. So I hear from lots and lots of people, and I've, I've heard this since I started Senior Care Consulting clear back in 2002. Uh, I, I get calls with, with people living in assisted living, and they have to move when they thought that they could age in place and that they wouldn't have to move. So, uh, so what issues can cause a discharge from the assisted living level of care? That's the question. What issues can cause a discharge from the assisted living level of care? So first of all, let's back up and let's review the assisted living level of care. Assisted living is a social model. It is not, I repeat, not a medical model. All right, but they do a lot for you. It's a social model that can help you with your activities of daily living, and that would include uh, minimal assistance or full assistance with uh, helping you with your bathing, dressing, grooming. They do your laundry. They do your housekeeping. They prepare all of your meals, snacks, hydration. Uh, they do distribute your medications. I mean, that is, that's big time. You, that's so important. Uh, so they do distribute your medication so you get them properly and on time. They provide a full slate of activities. They provide transportation to medical appointments. They do a lot for you. You have your own apartment, so you have your own space. There's usually a, a mini kitchen or a little kitchenette uh, there where you can, you know, reheat some things and, uh, uh, you know, have some, have some sodas in your, your fridge and that sort of thing. Uh, but, um, so, so it's a, it's a great level of care. That's what assisted living provides. So some things to consider, some issues that could cause a discharge from assisted living. Let's talk about that. Most assisted living facilities are not staffed to provide a two-person transfer. So this is one issue that could cause a discharge. So let me just explain that uh, quickly. A, a, if you need uh, transfer assistance, that means that I cannot get from my bed to my wheelchair or from my chair to the, the toilet or in and out of the shower. Uh, I may need a person to help me, uh, to help me be stable, uh, maybe to, to help lift me. So I can help a little bit. And with a little bit of help from one person, uh, I can get around and I can move from point A to point B. That's called a one-person assist. So when I decline to the point where I am so weak that I am not able to help out and I become just kind of just straight weight. Okay. And it takes two people to lift me and it may take a, a, a Hoyer lift or a, a patient lift. So we may have equipment involved here, but if it takes two people to move me, that is usually one of the markers that could get you a discharge to the next higher level of care, which is the nursing home level. All right. So, and as soon as I say this, there are some assisted living facilities that are now staffing to, to provide a little higher level of care and they may be able to accommodate that. The vast majority 
of assisted living facilities will not be able to accommodate that, and that could cause a discharge. Now, what if you're coming home from the hospital and you're kind of weak, but you're in rehab and, and you're you're getting a little bit better, and you're not going to be a two-person transfer forever? Okay, most places will make exception, and they'll help you out for a short time, but it cannot be a permanent situation. Okay, if you're this is a huge one. If your parent, your loved one, begins to wander or becomes exit-seeking due to their dementia or their Alzheimer's. That is a huge, huge safety risk and concern. So if the facility cannot guarantee the safety of each resident, or in this case of your loved one, they will ask you to move. So if they do not have coded exit doors where you have to punch in a like a four-digit code to go and unlock the door, you can leave, uh, or a separate memory care neighborhood within the building that, again, has coded doors, you will have to move uh, if or when this becomes an issue. So let me back up on that one, too. There are a lot of residents living in assisted living communities, and they have Alzheimer's or dementia. Lots and lots and lots of folks living in these communities, and they do have Alzheimer's or dementia. They just haven't, maybe they're in the earlier stages or maybe on the mild side of things, and they haven't began to wander. So they are not what the industry calls an elopement risk. So they're not a flight risk. They're not going to accidentally or unintentionally walk away from the building and put themselves in harm's way. But when, so, so you can move there and you can live there. And then you've lived there for a period of time and then you have, uh, dementia and Alzheimer's usually there's, it's not a nice smooth line for your decline. It's usually stair steps. So you hit one of those rapid decline, uh, rapid, uh, uh, fall in your, in your abilities and, and the issues actually escalate, but you, you stair step down to that next level and all of a sudden there's a new behavior of wandering. That's when you've got some problems and you may be asked to move unless they have coded doors for the entire building or a separate memory care unit. I get calls all the time from uh, from folks and families needing the, the assistance of senior care consulting because they say, you know what, we thought we got this right, and uh, obviously we did not get this right because now they're making us move dad because they can't guarantee his safety. All of a sudden, he is uh, an elopement risk, and, and we're not very happy about that, so will you help us get this right? Yeah, absolutely. So that that's one of the big ones. Uh, here's another one, and it's related to dementia and Alzheimer's. If the resident has negative behaviors, and that's and, and again, that's usually associated with dementia or Alzheimer's, and this could include becoming aggressive or belligerent or combative, um, you know, antisocial behaviors. Uh, all of those things are pretty common on that decline uh, in the dementia path or the uh, Alzheimer's decline. So if the resident is deemed to be harmful to themselves uh, or other residents or the staff, or they're just too disruptive to others in the community, then you are going to get a discharge letter. And so uh, after the break, I'm going to continue uh, on uh, on this path and let you know some of the other issues that can and will charge uh, uh, cause a discharge from the assisted living level of care. So hang on, I've got quite a bit more to cover in the second segment.
The first, the Senior Care Live question of the week. You must be a resident of the state of Kansas or Missouri to receive Medicaid coverage. Is this statement true or false? Let me read that again. You must be a resident of the state of Kansas or Missouri to receive Medicaid coverage. Is this statement true or false? The answer right after the break. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about this program and how we can help you and your family, call our toll-free number anytime. That's 1-800-331-6445. Operators are always standing by to take your call, so you could literally call this phone number 24 hours a day, one 800 331 Six four four five, and don't forget if you miss uh, an episode of the program, you could always go back after the fact. Go to seniorcarelive.com, click on the podcast tab, and you can listen to any previously aired episodes. It's really that simple. All right, back to the Senior Care Live question of the week: You must be a resident of the state of Kansas or Missouri. To receive Medicaid coverage. Is this statement true or false? And the answer is false. It is false. So I've mentioned on the program, I've worked with lots of, uh, of families through my firm, Senior Care Consulting. We've been on the Missouri side. We've chosen a Kansas facility. And even though they are lifelong Missouri residents, they even own property. Uh, uh, in Missouri, you can qualify for Kansas Medicaid immediately, move straight to the nursing home. Uh, and it, that's in fact, it, that's an absolute fact. You could also go, uh, vice versa of that. You can live in Kansas and move to Missouri. Um, I'm working with the family right now and they have a loved one in the state of Texas. They just moved up here over the holidays and now we're looking for coverage, uh, or not coverage, but placement. And we're going to look in Kansas and Missouri, and uh, no worries. You don't have to establish residency for a certain period of time, et cetera. Uh, So uh, there you go, Senior Care Live question of the week. All right, so back to the issues that could cause a discharge from assisted living. I was talking about uh, an individual with uh, dementia or Alzheimer's, uh, and uh, and this this can cause lots and lots of problems and could cause a discharge. Uh, So this type of resident may be discharged to a a Jerry psych unit at a hospital to evaluate uh, their, you know, their condition, uh, do an evaluation, maybe uh, start a new medication regimen. And so it's it's literally an experiment since each person reacts differently to medication and you may need more or less and maybe one medication is more effective than another. They start with a, a base combination and then they see how it works for you. And the idea is to give you the minimum amount of medication uh, to uh, with the maximum reaction, maybe to take the edge off of the, the anxiety. Uh, that, that's a big one to help you be less frustrated and anxious. Uh, and, and then you're going to be 
not as uh, assertive and, and they don't want you to be aggressive. Can you imagine living your life just constantly wound tight and just mad at everything? And without the right medication, some of these poor residents, these poor individuals suffering from Alzheimer's and dementia, without the right medications, that's part, that's just part of, but that's a big part of the life that they live. And so, uh, I, I'm a medication minimalist. Uh, I, I think if you can get along without it, I, I think you should. But in this case, medication, uh, can be just spectacularly effective. I've even seen some things, I, I wouldn't call it a miracle, but I, it's just about <laughs> with uh, with a different medication or a combination of medications, uh, I've seen uh, the husband of one of my clients literally just become a new man. She she said, I have my husband back. I can actually talk to him. And before this point, I, I couldn't. He was He was gone mentally. Uh, so it can be just incredibly effective. Uh, so if if your loved one needs uh, medical-based, here's another one. I'm shifting gears on you here. If your loved one needs medical-based care, such as insulin injections for the diabetes, um, wound care for skin breakdown, or a higher staffing level to watch over them to manage their fall risk, and other issues requiring a higher level of care, higher staffing ratio, you will have to move, and you will be contacted uh, with a letter uh, asking you to discharge and find another place within a certain period of time. And that's just how this goes. This is always a surprise to everyone that I've ever met because, uh, again, most of the time they're told we're an agent place community and your loved one can stay here forever, and that's certainly the hope, and they may be able to live there for the rest of their days, and they that's the goal, but... Guess what? A lot of times that does not work out and you will have to move. So that's why I'm covering this to uh, inform and educate you uh, on what to expect here. Uh, if your loved one begins to fall frequently, I'm going to talk about this in, in the next segment, but if your loved one begins to fall frequently, the staffing ratios at the assisted living level just may not be high enough to provide a high enough oversight to keep that resident safe from falling frequently, and that's a major, major uh, risk issue. So what happens if your loved one runs out of money? This is another guaranteed discharge letter. So the vast majority of assisted living facilities are private pay only. There are just a few that will work with Medicaid, but it does not pay for the entire cost, and the family has to come up with quite a bit of money each month out of pocket to make that work. So uh, for all practical purposes, we're going to say that the assisted living level, at least in our area, is private pay only. So when your loved one runs out of money, the question is, who will pay for their care? Are you prepared or your family prepared to start paying $5,000 to $6,000 per month? Right? And, and, and if the answer is no, then yes, you will be asked to move due to lack of payment. It's just an absolute fact. So I, I had, uh, I think I've shared this story before. A uh, long time ago when I first started senior care consulting, had a young lady and, uh, kind of the, uh, the long and the short of this story is she chose a, a place for her grandmother. She received excellent care for a long time. She loved it there. They loved her. Uh, they loved, uh, th- this lady, um, young lady. She was her granddaughter actually. But anyway, the bottom line is one day 
she got a letter saying, hey, we're going to discharge your grandma, and you need to move her and find another place. She's like, what in the heck are you talking about? And they said, she said, did we do something wrong? And they said, well, no, uh, not at all. Uh, But your grandmother is just about out of money, and we don't take Medicaid. She was, to say she was mad, uh, that's the understatement of a century. She was furious. She was hurt. She was sad. Uh, and, and everything else. So uh, the rest of that story is she, her grandmother had spent $350,000 for her care at this particular care community and received great care. But then she had to move because she didn't have enough money to continue paying. They did not take Medicaid. She didn't ask them if they took Medicaid. They didn't tell her that they took, that they didn't take Medicaid. Right. So and so she looked at me and she kind of chuckled and she said, let me guess, if I would have worked with you uh, in the first, you know, originally, initially, this never would have happened. And I said, no, ma'am, it would not have because I wouldn't have let you make that mistake. So with with the services of senior care consulting, again, we help you get it right. We help you not make any mistakes. You are fully informed and educated, and we take you right up to the point where you have this wealth of information to blend with that gut reaction when we go tour the places together, all in an effort to make your best decision. If you're interested in that, we offer a free consultation, 913-945-2800. That's 913-945-2800. We'll have a whole lot more right after the break. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about this program and how we can help you and your family, call our toll-free number anytime. It's 1-800-331-6445. That's 1-800-331-6445. And don't forget, if you're away from the radio but you have an Internet connection, no worries at all. You can stream this program to any electronic device simply by going to SeniorCareLive.com. If you click on the Listen Live button, you can stream it live to any electronic device, your phone, your tablet, your computer, whatever you have. Feel free to take advantage of that. Ladies and gentlemen, your attention please. This is a Consumer Alert. Consumer Alert. All right, so this is a big one. This is a big one. And again, we're talking about entering the market. We're talking about looking at all the different types of care facilities out there. In particular, I've shared a lot of information about assisted living, and this is another uh, piece of information regarding assisted living. So recently I was contacted by a listener of this program, and she was very concerned uh, about a document that her dad's care facility wanted her to sign. So she was called into the office, and they wanted her to uh, just just briefly review. Can you tell I have the hiccups? (laughs) 
Mark, make the hiccups go away. Come on, come over here and scare me or something. So anyway, uh, pardon me for that. She was called into the office uh, and you know asked to read a detailed document. It had tons of legalese in it. She was instantly uncomfortable. And the document was called a negotiated risk agreement. And this agreement is commonly used at the assisted living level. And if the facility, if the facility feels that your loved one is a risk that is too much for them to manage, then they may ask you to sign this negotiated risk agreement. So a common example would be if your mom or dad is living in an assisted living facility and they're falling frequently. And this is pretty common, and the staff is not able to ensure their safety. And so what do you do? Well, the negotiated risk agreement says that you hold the facility harmless if your parent falls. And the agreement also clearly states that the fall may result in serious injury or even death, quote, unquote. Okay, so uh, so that that's pretty serious stuff. So if you sign this agreement... Do you know, do you realize what you just did? You voluntarily waived their liability. If you don't sign it, they may ask you to move. Okay. So, and they probably will ask you to move if it's significant enough of, a, of an issue. So some people are so stressed out about the thought of moving again, going through the search and selection process all over again, and they feel the pressure of the facility wanting them to sign it. They just cave in and they sign it. Okay, in my opinion, that is a very, very bad idea. So here's my approach. Let's look at the real issue here. The real issue is that your parent is falling a lot. So it's not the falls. What is causing the falls? The real issue is the falls and the falling. The real question is, why is my parent falling so much? So this is what needs to be addressed. Without any legal documents and without the transfer of risk or waiving liability. So a good question would be, has a recent medication change created the falls? Uh, are significant fluctuations in my parents' blood sugar contributing to the falls? Does my parent have a UTI, urinary tract infection? Uh, is there a weakness or an unsteady gait that's causing the falls? Could physical therapy uh, correct the issue uh, of falling by just providing some basic physical therapy and gait training? Uh, or could it be as simple as this? Maybe the assisted living level is just not the appropriate level for their escalating care requirements. Just Maybe you've just outgrown what they're able to offer. Hey, maybe your mom or dad is just flat out in the wrong facility. So now you have a decision to make. Do you keep them there where they will continue to fall, where there's not enough staff to appropriately care for your parent? Or do you keep them there and voluntarily waive liability by signing the negotiated risk agreement? Or do you move them to the next higher level of care at the nursing home level where the level of care is appropriate for their needs. Uh, those are your three choices, and that that's it. Okay, it, you, you you keep them there, and they continue to fall. You keep them there, and you assign your rights away, or uh, or you move them. Th- those are the three choices. Personally, I would never, never, ever sign a negotiated risk agreement ever. But it's your decision to make. 
I would strongly recommend that you consult with your attorney before signing a negotiated risk agreement. Proceed with caution. This has been a Consumer Alert, brought to you by Senior Care Live. All right. So hopefully hopefully that helps out. Uh, the old negotiated risk agreement, I, I just think that's that's bad news. So that just tells you something is horribly wrong. If they're that concerned, you should be even more concerned and move your parent or get to the bottom of what's causing all these falls. That's what I would do. Or I would I would do that. If that didn't help, I'd move them immediately. And you know why I feel that strongly about that in that particular case? My grandmother fell, took a harmless fall in, in their home, and she broke her neck. Falls are a big darn deal. So so don't just take that lightly. If your parent is falling, it's a big deal. So just get a hold of that. Sorry for getting intense with you on that one, but it's it's a big deal. Okay, so a couple of client stories just wanted to share with you today. Working with the family that uh, chose a very good nursing home. It was It's within a, a continuing care retirement community uh, for their mother to have her rehab, right? However... Uh, what happens? You have to you have to look ahead. Okay, for the next twenty thirty days, she's in great shape, great rehab there. It's a great place. Okay, but what happens when she's finished with her rehabilitation and now she has to find a place to live because she cannot go home. She needs a, a care community, at least assisted living, if not maybe the nursing home level. So they thought uh, they would just have her live there, but they hadn't thought through all of this. I'm sharing some of these stories because I guarantee you right now there are probably hundreds of people in the listening audience uh, potentially making some of these same mistakes. I'm trying to save you from making some of these mistakes, okay? Uh, so uh, she she can't go home. She needs the care support, uh, but they're just not aware that this particular place is private pay only. They they just got her in for rehab. They didn't look any further into all of this. Uh, and, and there's so much to consider. I'm going to go over that later. Uh, but the, their mother has limited resources, and they did not consider this when choosing this particular place for rehab. And now uh, this place is private pay only. So now they're going to have to move her again to another facility that will eventually accept Medicaid when she runs out of money. And they said, well, really, that's we didn't think that through. We kind of wish we wouldn't have done that. I mean, she's getting great rehab, but we didn't really want to move her again. But I understand she has limited resources. She's going to need Medicaid way sooner than later. So we better look at moving her now. So I'm, I'm working with the family and, and we're going to get that right. And if we find the place soon enough, they may be, they may even continue their therapy at her new permanent home. All right. So something to think about. Uh, another, uh, family I, I'm working with and, uh, it, it's, it's funny. They, <laughs> they said, you know, we, we had a hard time finding you last summer and they were, they were looking at the, they couldn't remember the name of the company, and uh, and that always that always kind of hurts. I'm like, no, I wish you would have called me. I could have saved you from all of this. But <laughs> uh, but anyway, and then she said, and then I have to tell you, I I went with one of these free referral services, and, and then she says, don't be mad at me. And I'm like, no, I'm not mad at you. Well, what happened? And she said, uh, it took me about two seconds to figure out what they're all about. You know, show me the money. 
and, and she said, I was not impressed at all, but I did end up choosing one of the places that they strongly recommended. And uh, she, she, she ended up choosing the place, but since then, and this has been since last summer, so about six months, she has realized, it's just very glaring now, she's realized that she's not at the right level of care and that she's going to have to move again. She did not get it right. So she's in a memory care facility, all memory care, and this lady just is forgetful sometimes. Uh, she doesn't even have an official diagnosis of dementia or Alzheimer's. So she is, is, uh, is just, is just forgetful, just some really basic short-term memory loss. So she's on the very mild side of things, very early, early, super early stages. And she's around a lot of other people who are a lot worse off. God bless them, but they're, they're just much, much worse off, much, much lower functioning in, in the cognitively. So guess what's happened over the last six months? Her mother has declined, uh, like, just radically. And I said, I, I'm sorry to say this is a textbook example of you tend to rise or fall to the level of those around you. It was an improper placement. And so we're going to fix this. I'm going to work with her, and we're going to get it right but she wishes to goodness that she wouldn't have chosen this particular place. It's actually been harmful for her mom. So if any of these stories, if this is getting your attention, reach out to Senior Care Consulting, 913-945-2800. We offer a free consultation. Let's get together, see if we can get it right. I'll have a whole lot more for you right after the break. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about this program and how we can help you and your family, call our toll-free number anytime, 1-800-331-6445. Again, 1-800-331-6445. Today we're talking about uh, choosing a care community at all the different levels of care. I've kind of zeroed in on assisted living today, uh, but um, and so thanks for uh, sticking with me through the whole program. Uh, I have lots of other stories at different levels of care. Uh, but we, we've stuck with that uh, primarily today. So before you go out looking at all these different places, and oh my goodness, I've heard so many stories the last couple of weeks. Well, we just went out and just started looking. And I'm like, um, how's that going for you? And they're like, terrible. <laughs> well, there's a reason that it's not going well. They have not started off at the right spot. You have to figure out what you need define that, and then go find it. Okay, so before you go out looking at places, don't do the shotgun, I'm I'm busy, and so I feel good about being busy. Don't do that. You're wasting your time. 
you have to do some serious homework before you jump out into the marketplace because uh, a lot of times you're going to be wasting your time and the time of the folks at the at the facility. So are you looking at places that fit your needs? What are your needs? Do you know what level of care your loved one really needs? Do you know what type of care is needed? Do you know what uh, uh, how you're going to pay for the high cost of, of all of this? It's just ridiculously expensive, just incredibly expensive. Assisted living averages five to six thousand dollars a month. Uh, I've been saying the nursing home level for semi-private room is six thousand to sixty-five hundred. With all of the homework and all of the first of the year rate increases, I'm going to move that from six thousand to seven thousand dollars a month. I'm officially bumping up my average. Uh, for a semi-private room, seven thousand five hundred to ten thousand dollars a month on average for a private room in a nursing home. How are you going to pay for that? What if you? What if your parent or your spouse, your loved one? What if you outlive your assets? How are you going to pay for that? Do you know the right questions to ask when you go to uh, when you go and actually start vetting some of these places and checking them out? So I want to share a quick story. This is one of my favorite stories. I, I worked with a great guy. I, I just I just loved working with him. He was one of the most intense guys I've ever met. This guy was just focused, laser focused, intense. He was a national level healthcare consultant. He helped hospitals. Uh, I think he still does this. Helps hospitals become uh, joint commission accredited. Uh, he's I mean he's a great guy. And he comes into the office, and he said, "Steve, I, I just have some questions for you. I think your 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 service sounds fantastic, uh, but uh, I'm a I'm a healthcare consultant. I I know a lot, and in preparing for searching for a place for my mom, uh, I read seven books on how to find a nursing home." I'm like, you're kidding me. There are seven books out there <laughs> in the market to help you find a, a, a place. And, and he goes, yeah, seven books. And I, I think, I think I got it down, but I'm not, I, I don't know for sure. So give me an example of why I should use your service and, um, and make it dramatic. And I said, okay. So I gave him an example. And it was very dramatic. <laughs> and I said, so that's why you should use my service. And he goes, yep, uh, Steve, you, you caught my attention. That was dramatic. That, that was, that was a very good example. Well, w- would you, would you be upset if I went out and if I just give this a shot on my own? And if I'm not a hundred percent comfortable, can I call you back and engage your services and we'll, we'll move on here, move forward? I said, sure, that's fine. So we met at like seven in the morning. About 3 o'clock in the afternoon, I get a call. It was him on the phone. He goes, when can you start? <laughs> and, and I said, well, anytime, you know, I, I'm, you know we, we, we'll figure out a time to get together. What happened? And he said, well, you know, I, I knew everything that I wanted to ask. You know, I read seven books. And I said, yeah, I, I know. I, I caught that, seven books. And he said, so I walked in there, and I asked her the first question. She started answering the question, and then I found myself just looking around, thinking, hmm, I wonder if my mom would like the wallpaper. I wonder if my mom would get along with this nice group of ladies over here playing cards. I wonder if, and he said, I, 
I, I realized I didn't hear a darn word that this very nice lady said. And then I realized this is a far more emotional process than I ever gave it credit for. He said, so I told her, ma'am, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to come back. And he said, so I want to work with you, and I know for a fact that with you in my corner, I know you have my back. And between the two of us, I will be able to make the best decision and select the best care community for my mother, and I have to get it right because I won't be able to sleep at night if I don't get this right. I have. This is my mom. I'm dead serious about this. It has to be the right fit. So I said, yes, sir, I'll help you do that. So we got together, uh, and we developed a care profile, which I'll share parts of that with you in just a second. I researched the entire marketplace. I identified our top three communities that met his mother's needs to a T, perfectly, beautifully. We went out together. We got a good look at each place. Um, I conduct a performance audit at each each facility, ask a lot of questions. Uh, it's not an adversarial approach in any way, shape, or form. They're just good, solid questions that, frankly, most people don't know to ask. And guess what? I asked questions that not even the national-level healthcare consultant knew to ask, and he didn't read about a lot of these questions in seven books. Okay, so... And, and when we got finished with the process, I deliver a substantial summary report that has an incredible amount of information in it, and he made a choice by blending that subjective, emotional gut reaction with objective information, all in an effort to find the best place for his mother. And he did sleep well, and he does sleep well at night, knowing he did the very best for his mom. If this is connecting with you, we can do that for you, too. Reach out to Senior Care Consulting at 913-945-2800. 913-945-2800. If you'd like to check out information online before you call, feel free to do that. Uh, we have a great website. It's called, it's at, called, <laughs> it's at Senior Care Consulting, I-N-G, SeniorCareConsulting.com. And again, we offer a free consultation. We work on a flat fee for service. We don't receive kickbacks, reimbursement from any of the care providers. That would be a terrible conflict of interest, in my opinion. We work directly for you and in the best interest of you and your family. So we offer a free consultation to understand exactly what it is that we'll be doing for you. We have three levels of engagement. Uh, we will provide you a flat fee-for-service cost, and then it's up to you to choose the one that you feel is the best fit for your needs. SeniorCareConsulting.com, 913-945-2800, 913-945-2800. And as we always say, know your options, choose with care, uh, and that's the absolute fact. So give us a call. We can definitely help you. All right, to everyone listening, I'm so honored you spent part of your day listening to this program. Thank you so much. I'm your host, Steve Keeker, and I wish you grace and peace. May God bless you and your family on this day and always. I'll see you next week right here on Senior Care Live.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.